morning gorgeous how are you ladies doing this morning i hope you're all doing wonderful i'm your host dr dath and you are listening to a feminine impression podcast today i have something very special for you we are starting a new series here on a feminine impression and on my youtube channel where I am hosting a show called the Dr. Daff Talk Show. And on this show, I'm going to allow guests to be able to come and share their experiences with femininity, with dating, with the relationship with God, and have a little chit chat for some advice and some conversation. I will leave directions below for you if you want to be a guest on the Dr. Daff Show, and you can figure out how to book a session with me. So today we have a special guest named Chrissy, and Chrissy wants to discuss her femininity, her relationship with God, and some of the struggles that she's dealt with in terms of changing her life around being a single mother. So go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, grab something to write with, and let's talk about this. All right, so we have Chrissy here with us today on the Dr. Daph Show. Hello, Chrissy. Hi, Hi thank, thank you, you for having me. You're welcome, my dear. Where do you live? I'm, I'm from, from Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Oh, wow. That's a, wow, you're on the East Coast. Okay. I just wanted you to tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about why you wanted to come on the show, what you wanted to talk about. I am 26. I have two daughters, um, five, and I think she's about eight months now, and single. So, um, I work for the family business. You would say kind of like a carpentry. I do like um, historic windows downtown. They got like this historic home, so I've been doing that. I've been trying to get more into my feminine essence. I think maybe April, I uh, looked up feminine um, on Spotify, and you were the first one to pop up, and I started listening, and I just fell in love. So That's wonderful. That's wonderful. What do you think right now when you... You said in April, so it's been a couple of months since you've been listening. What stood out to you as something that you felt, okay, this is something I need to start working on? What aspect of your femininity did you feel was kind of missing or needed to be sparked up again? The first thing that definitely comes to my mind was my wardrobe. Being that I was, well, I am still in the carpentry, I just was wearing the sports bra. Um, I don't really have a big chest, so sports bras kind of really make make them look very flat. And uh, my whole mindset was, oh, well, I'm just going to work. You know, I work pretty much five days out of the week unless my kids are sick. Like, they are this week. And so I just really didn't care. I just didn't care about uh, how I looked. I'm just going to work anyways. And just, just listening, listening to your, your podcast, podcast and, you know, I, I, I delved into other things. I realized that I can still be pretty and I don't have to be pretty for anybody else but for myself. And how I was looking a few months ago, just putting on a shirt and some pants to now, you know, 
Um, I wear a decent bra, you know, and I wear a tank top. And also around that time, I also started working out. So I just feel more feminine after working out and, you know, not, not wanting to show my body, but wanting to feel proud of what I've earned, you know, as far as, like, my arms. And every day, everywhere we go, my daughter's like, Mommy, show your muscles, show your muscles. Show your muscles. Oh my like, girl, please. I see so that was one of them. I feel very feminine at work, um, even though I'm still wearing um, kind of sweatpants, but it's necessary for the sweatpants. Another thing was uh, I never thought about was you said clean out your closet and anything that doesn't make you feel feminine or anything that doesn't make you feel pretty, it's got to go. And I actually did that. And when I did that, I probably had 25% of my stuff. And um, ever since then, I've been <coughs> investing and I've been buying skirts, um, dresses. I wear skirts around the house. As soon as I get home, I make sure I feel beautiful. I wear my perfume. And so I appreciate that. That's amazing. And so you've noticed that you start to feel better again because you're not doing it for anyone else, but you're influencing your daughter and you're coming home and you're getting right into your feminine. And I'm guessing that you've just been feeling better overall. About oh, that. yeah. That's oh, yeah. Great. And I see you're wearing pink, so that's good. I never <laughs> That's good. No, it does make a huge difference. So when you've cleaned out your closet, did you start looking and noticing patterns with your clothes and, and thinking, okay, I want to have a certain particular style in my wardrobe, or I just want to have more dresses and skirts? Or have you kind of curated a certain style that you want to dress like in the future? My style, um, I don't like... I don't want to use any specific term, but I do love the kind of the African prints. Uh, I have a lot. Uh, there's a store right next to one of the houses that I'm working on, and uh, he has so many skirts and dresses, and we actually exchange numbers, and he'll text me and say, oh, I just got this new load, he'll send me a picture, and I'll tell him what I want, he'll save it for me, and um, he's a really nice guy, and uh, so more of the, the African print dresses, and I love scarves, I've always loved the big earrings, like wood earrings, so that's more of my look, and that's what my closet is leaning towards. I wouldn't say I'm really more business because I don't really have an office to go to. Um, I used to be a substitute teacher, so with that I used to wear, um, you know, the nice skirts and the nice tops. But um, I like the free-flowing dresses and um, anything that just makes me feel free, especially my arms. That's great. It sounds like yeah. you figured out what makes you happy. That's so good. Do you have anything that you want to work towards now that you've kind of started with that, but now are you noticing any differences in your life in terms of how people see you? Do they notice like, oh, wow, Chrissy, you look different now. You're wearing different kind of clothes. Or is it is there anything within your femininity that you 
are feeling like, okay, now I want to start doing this more, but maybe I don't know how to, or is there anything that has been difficult for you to do? I always struggle with my self-image. I would say that growing up, I was more of the chubby child out of the family. And now that I am not only slimming down, like my love handles, um, are disappearing, they're like really not even there. I'm actually trying to wear more form-fitting stuff. Not really like my thighs or anything, but more like my stomach. I guess just just anything that is more a little bit more form-fitting, but not too too revealing. Okay. I guess. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. I mean, you don't, I don't think that's a good thing to be too revealing anyway, in it kind of that will kind of put you back in that shell if you think people are looking at you and that kind of thing. So once you, I mean, you've been working out and you don't look like you're the chubby child anymore at all. <laughs> so I don't think that you'll have an issue. But again, it's more about how you see yourself when you've had that self-image for so long. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just start to pick up other things that you think are just not right with you and aren't able to see yourself as you really are now. And so I'm hoping that aside from the weight loss, your sense of self has grown Mm -hmm. despite that because the weight fluctuates Mm -hmm. so much. And Mm -hmm. sometimes if we're thinking about that all the time, then we lose out on other great aspects of life because, you know, we're just like trying not to make sure we ever get to that size again. So hopefully, you know, you're not doing that and you're able to at least be free. Your weight is important and it's great that you're healthy and working out, but you want to have a balance and just enjoying all aspects of your life. What are you thinking in terms of where you go? Do you go to work? Do you, I know you're a mom of an infant, so I know you probably don't get a chance to do much for yourself. Do you do anything that is for you in terms of downtime, if you have any, um, or maybe even before your second daughter was born, is there anything that you do that's just for you in terms of keeping up with yourself internally too, not just on the outside? It's funny you say that. I've been trying to figure out what I like. Um, I love poetry. For a long time, I was going to a lot of poetry events. And uh, I know with this COVID, a lot of stuff got canceled. And I was actually pregnant at the time during the COVID. And when we came out of that and I had her, it just was hard to find events to go to for my poetry and so my my answer to that is really yes and no and I'll be honest and say that uh, my dad died in March which led me to of cancer and um, he chose to die at home and that really had my wheels turning in my head. And I was actually uh, smoking marijuana uh, every day for since I was in high school. And in June, 
uh, I just decided to stop. Uh, and so since June, I've been trying to figure out what to do to fill that. Well, I know what to do, you know, uh, praying, different things like that. But I'm just trying to fill that time of who am I? What do I like besides just hanging out with my kids? Uh, marijuana was a very, very, very big part of my life. And uh, I would spend hours doing it. And even till, still to this day, I'm just like trying to fill that time with positive things. I don't have many friends. And uh, somewhat of a choice because I don't want to hang around people that influence me to smoke marijuana. And uh, so, so just, just, just I feel like I'm going to be by myself. And another thing that you um, really inspired me to do was uh, fasting. And that I do have some questions about the fasting. So the fasting that I've been doing is, um, I don't know, they call it a 16-8. I don't know if you heard of that. Where... I, uh, I fast for about 16 hours a day, and I, I've been only eating from anywhere from like 12 to 7, and then right before, like before my workout in the mornings, I'll give myself time to eat. And I've been doing that since June, and I've gotten very positive results physically, um, spiritually, and... So that was the beginning of June, and now it's in July, and I did have some questions about that, or I just wanted to hear your thoughts about that. Uh, I've been so tired. I've been so tired. Even I have a trainer, because I can't work out by myself. And he's telling me, oh, you need to eat more protein. You need to eat more protein. You need to eat more. You need to eat more. And... I don't have a desire to eat a lot, and I don't want to just sit down and tell them, oh, yes, I'm fasting, because I feel like that's a personal thing. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to balance trying to eat enough to, to keep my muscle up, but still maintain my fast because I feel it so heavy on my heart to continue to do it. What do you think? Well, first of all, I just want to say that I'm sorry about your father passing away. And um, I am so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> proud of you for being able to stop smoking. I know that is so difficult. And the enemy tries so hard to kind of get you to continue thinking about wanting to do it and remembering when you used to and that kind of thing. So for you to be so diligent about stopping is huge. And I'm super proud of you. I hope you continue uh, to be able to see all of the benefits that everything is going to kind of come together once you finish your fast. So you made your decision to fast for a certain amount of days. Is that why you've been doing it for so long? Is there a certain amount of days that you've set to say, oh, I see. Okay. Well, here's the thing. When you fast, did you start with an, any sort of 
goal? Like, are you fasting for an answer to something? Are you fasting for God to reveal something to you? Are you fasting to have power to stop doing something? Is there something specific you're fasting for? Um, specifically... You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, don't worry about that. I just want to know, is there something that you're fasting for? Yes and no. Um... It is kind of difficult. Nothing specific, like I need an answer to this right now, but just an overall, I I just tell myself I need to do something different. Um, something I've never done before. And this is something I've never done before. So I see. When most people fast, they'll put a time limit on it. So when you start a fast, you'll usually say, I'm going to fast for seven days or 14 days, or the most is usually 60 days, which is a lot. Most people will usually fast for about seven days, okay? Um, because of how much of a toll it does take on your body and just on your lifestyle, if you're fasting for something specific or something that's pretty huge or you need an answer to something or you want to break free from something, then yes, yeah, sometimes it does extend. So fasting is very personal and the purpose of it is for you to be intimate with God to be able to get close to him to be able to hear from him to be able to break free from things to be able to have just that that channel internally be free from everything that's clogging it up between you and God mm -hmm. and there isn't any specific rule in terms of you need to fast this amount of days or for this amount of time. Now, most people will do 12 hours. They'll do whatever time they wake up and 12 hours from that time. That is still pretty intense for someone who's just starting. So mm -hmm. people who are normally just starting, I mean, you are superwoman for <laughs> being able to do what you're doing because that is amazing for someone who's never done that before. Usually they'll start with maybe just one meal. So during the time that you would be eating lunch, you would be fasting during that time and using that time to pray, to read your Bible, to listen to spiritual things, to connect with God in that way, even if you're just focusing on one scripture and just taking it in and meditating on it. So it's not about how much time you're doing it, how long you're doing it. It really is where your heart is. Because some people even make fasting, they do it so much that their heart isn't even in it. They're not even thinking about God while they're doing it. They're thinking about food and doing a bunch of other things that they shouldn't be even doing during that time. So you really want to kind of narrow it down, kind of bring it in um, and have a time where, okay, you think God has kind of let you know, okay, this is enough. Like you're, this is good. You will, he will tell you like, you're good now <laughs> you have to continue and you'll see so much breakthrough during that time. Now, sometimes what happens is that when we're fasting, it feels so good and we're in a place where we're just like in bliss and we're so connected to God. And then when we stop, we realize you, you feel like something is missing. So sometimes people continue fasting more and more because they want that mm -hmm. feeling back which is normal, but you do need to balance it out with your life. You're a new mom. You may be breastfeeding. Again, you're working out. So 
I would recommend, usually if I'm fasting, I don't do it for too, too long, but if I am, I may not be able to work out as intensely. I may not be able to weight train. I may just have to do cardio type things. And I'll have to structure my food around that. So what can help is drinking like a protein shake or making a, a drink during that time that has a lot of protein in it. Um, like nut butters and fruits and chia seeds or things that are going to be able to kind of give you some of that nutrients during that time. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash feminine. As you're fasting right now, are you drinking water? What are you What are you intaking during this time? The water, okay. the green tea, okay. and when I, I do eat, it's funny you said that because I, I do make a shake. shake. I make a homemade shake with strawberries, peanut butter, okay. and chia seeds with, with protein, protein powder. powder. Perfect. So, so I just drink it. I drink one in the morning. Um. Right, right after, after my workout. workout. That's, That's what, what I've been, been doing. doing. Well, I, I think that is wonderful. Now, during your fasting time, are you reading your Bible? Are you praying? Are you listening to gospel music? Are you listening to sermons? Um, I am listening to the sermons. I listen to your podcast. I listen to your podcast at work, too. So. Um I've been into the uh, the Esther reading. I'm still working my way into there. And for a long time with my fast, I actually realized a few days ago that I probably wasn't, I don't say right or wrong, but I was depending on other people to tell me what was in the Bible as opposed to opening it for myself and reading it for myself. And so even this past weekend, I kind of got that revelation that I need to be reading the word for myself, not depending on other people to tell me their opinions of what they think God is telling them. And so I am... You know, you know, within, within the, the past few days, days been actually literally opening my Bible because I didn't do that. I just, oh, let me read on my phone really quick. And um, I realized that's not good enough. That's not fulfilling enough as far as me. You know, now I got my little journal. Um, I got my journal and I started in Proverbs. 
for myself. And over the weekend, I was reading, um, and I was like, okay, I feel God speaking to me. I was writing down stuff that I knew was not me. And I go back and I read it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that was good. That was good. That was good. So, yeah, I'm working on it. Good. That's what you're doing is perfect. And while you're reading, or even before you read, you can just pray and just ask the Holy Spirit to help you as you're reading to make things real for you, to be able to guide you through the scriptures. Just pray and just ask for that before you even start. Now, I'm assuming, I'm literally just assuming, that you are born again as a Christian. Have you given your life completely to Jesus and allowed him to be the Lord of your life? I have. I have. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. That is I'm so, so excited. excited. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Do you know Thank if you. you. You're welcome. Do you know if you've been baptized by the Holy Spirit? Um, I would say maybe two years ago, I was baptized. If that's what you meant, I was dunked under the water. And um, I during that time, I definitely had stopped smoking. But I picked it back up, and I feel this time more of a renewing, just kind of, there's a word, revival, I think that's the word, kind of going back and, and realizing my mistakes, my sins, and different things like that, and um, is that what you're talking about? So that is one baptism. So it's great that you've, you've had the baptism by water, but it's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is something that happens once you are born again, which you are. You pray and you ask to receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that is God baptizing you. It's the second baptism. Mm -hmm. So it's for you to be able to receive that power and to be able to uh -huh. do all the things that all of the believers of Christ were able to do and to really be able to see the kingdom of God and um, make all of the things that he has said that we're supposed to make happen as Christians come to pass. So that's what I would recommend for you to do is to pray, to ask to receive the Holy Spirit, ask to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is what's going to give you the power that you're needing to be able to push through wanting to smoke, wanting to do anything really that is not good for you, that is sinful. The Holy Spirit, he's the one who will come into you. You you, you are spirit, so you yourself are spirit and you live in a body. And now that you accepted Christ and he's the Lord of your life, you're never going to die. Your spirit is forever. But when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he is also a person. He is God who will then be inside of you with your spirit mm. and help you, you, Chrissy, the person, not the, mm. not the skin, but you, the person, help you to overcome all the challenges that life will bring you and just to help you to be a person who now has power. So this is the power that when Jesus was here on earth, you know, he was a, a physical person, but he mm -hmm. was also God and he did everything with the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So being able to mm-hmm. heal the sick, being able to do all the things that he was able to do was because of the power the Holy Spirit gave him. And that's why you see Christians who are able to heal people, who are able to um, maybe mm. see things into the future and have these um, these amazing gifts because the Holy Spirit will give you gifts. Being able to have these words of wisdom or words of knowledge that are just so profound, it's because the Holy Spirit is giving them that power. And so that's what you need. That's what makes being a Christian or I, the word Christian is really being a believer, being a disciple, being a key mm-hmm. citizen. That's what makes it powerful is because you then have the power of God inside of you. Otherwise, then it's like you're doing all these things and you're reading and that's wonderful. But you were given so much power that now you have access to, to use for your life and for other people's lives. So that's what I would recommend that you focus on, especially since you're fasting. It's perfect time for you to ask to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And when you receive the baptism, you will know <laughs> that you've received it. And um, I will I will pray for you after this call. And I'll pray that you know you're able to receive it. And I, I know your whole life is gonna change after that. So I'm super okay. excited for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I've never heard it uh, put like that before. So that's I'm gonna follow your recommendations. So wonderful. Yeah, I didn't know about a lot of these things either, and I was surprised because I was in the church for my entire life, but I didn't mm-hmm. understand any of this stuff, and I, I don't think many people do. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. unfortunate because they're really missing out on the most important part of of Jesus and having Jesus in your life. That is the baptism, the Holy Spirit. And if you want to read about it in the Bible, I I know Mm -hmm. right now you're in Proverbs, but if you wanted to read about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and receiving that power, it's in the book of Acts. So you can just read the book of Acts in the Bible. It's in the New Testament. But what I would recommend you doing, I know you're reading Proverbs, and I want you to continue reading that. Two things I'd recommend you to do. One is to start reading the Bible from the beginning. Continue to read Proverbs, but try to read it from the beginning all the way through because you will get a different experience and understanding of who God is. And I really want you to be able to to really take in who God is because once you know who God is, you will know all of the things that he can and will do for you every single day. Just like knowing anyone. Once you know someone, you know their character, you know what they're capable of, and it'll help with your confidence. And it'll help with your identity for you to know who God is. So start with from the beginning. And when you pray every day, make sure that you're saying the the Lord's Prayer. And do you know what that prayer is? Our Father, who art in heaven. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yes. So ask every day for the kingdom of heaven to come down so that next Versus, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. So every day, ask for the kingdom of heaven to come into your life. And in every situation, if you are in a situation where something is just not going right or you need some help, every moment that you can, just say, "Let Lord, let thy kingdom come and let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Just, you know, bring heaven down into your life as much as you can. 
And that will definitely change things immediately. You have the power now for for Mm -hmm. God to be able to um, come into your life and change your circumstance because you are born again. And that's what the kingdom of God is all about, is that now heaven is in charge of your life and God is in charge of your life. And everything that happens to you, every single thing that concerns you, he is now interested in and is going to be involved in. So just just ask for that. <laughs> okay. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. You're so welcome, my dear. Thank you. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. That's why I'm here. And I'm so, so proud of you again. What you've done is is amazing. It's amazing. And I'm so thankful that you're now the daughter of the king. And mm-hmm. your life is going to just change. I'm excited for you. And your nails are cute. Oh, thank you. I'm excited for you too. So thank you for opening this up. I know you gotta go. Um, but thank you for even doing this and having a uh, being my my spiritual mentor, my big sister, and all that stuff. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you. So ladies, that sums it up for our interview with Miss Chrissy. She's a very sweet woman and I know that God is going to step in her life in a very mighty way and show her that everything she is doing is not in vain and open up all the doors for her to be able to blossom and to bloom. And I hope that each and every one of you who are listening will also pray for Chrissy. It is so difficult to be able to change your life dramatically like this. I cannot imagine how challenging it is for her being a single mother, having to stop something that has been part of her life since being a teenager. We all know that stopping any habit is so difficult. And when you've relied on something like marijuana or alcohol or anything that is harming your body, it does take a mental and spiritual shift to be able to keep that going. And relying on God is the only way that you can truly break free from all of these strongholds we know that with the blood of jesus the fact that jesus was here and died and rose again he freed us from the things that the enemy will try to do to keep us trapped to keep us thinking that we're less than god says we are to keep us thinking that we're ugly that we're fat that we need to smoke in order to get out of this world that we're in that we need to drink that we need to give our bodies up to different men the enemy lies to us and we have to remember that if we can seek god and get his strength and comfort we can beat every single one of those things we are not held captive to them because we are free if we have christ as our lord and savior so my wish is that you can pray for chrissy so that she may be able to get the strength and the wisdom to be able to seek christ in a way that can change her life that she may be able to have time for herself where she can meditate and pray and Gain wisdom on how to take care of her daughters, how to seek a life that is going to elevate her situation for herself and her family, and all the things that come with growth. 
I know it is not easy for all of you who are listening and who may be in similar situations to Chrissy. I know it is not easy, but it is possible. And like she said, most of the time you do need to cut off ties with all the people that you've been around, with all the things that you've been watching and reading online and the things that you've been following breaking free and renewing your mind and renewing your spirit are going to be necessary. So I invite each and every one of you to give your life to Christ and allow him to help you through all of these challenges because these are things that you cannot do alone. It is only by the grace and the spirit of God that can break you free from all of these things that are trying to hold you back. I'm so proud of Chrissy for being so brave to take on this new life for herself, the life that Christ had for her before she even started her life, the life that the enemy has tried to take from her before she realized who she was in Christ. And I pray that each and every one of you will realize who you are in Christ. I love each and every one of you. And I thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Be sure to visit my page, A Feminine Impression, on Instagram to gain feminine inspiration. And check out the information box below if you're interested in being a part of the Dr. Daft Talk Show and having a little chat with me. You can also watch the interview of Chrissy on my YouTube channel, and that link will be provided below. Until next time, my dear, this is your host, Dr. Michelle Dab. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Mm-hmm.